information security news. This is Neil. This is Stuart. It is Monday, March 23rd. I was clearing my throat. You caught me yeah, off guard yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It seems like the times have really changed. We went from Netflix and chill to quarantine and chill. And now we might be on a possible lockdown coming up in the next few days. So talking about lockdown, I ran into an article the other day, you know, I was bored that it's from a website called howmuchtoiletpaper.com. Did you so, start this website? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. <laughs> so let's say hypothetically speaking, you have 20 rolls and you visit the bathroom three times a day. You're supposed to last 107 days in quarantine. So for all that hype that people are, are causing and saying that you need all this toilet paper, I think I think we could survive with 20 rolls. You know, I'm not trying to promote anything, but I think it's time you get a bidet. <laughs> Put this toilet paper stuff behind you. Get one that cleans you off and dries you off and you barely use any toilet paper. But to each their own. But which one are you promoting now that you caught my attention with that? It's the total washlet. Look it up. It'll blow your mind and maybe some other stuff too <laughs> while you're blowing up the toilet. <laughs> All right, let's get to these topics. So we're going back to our original format. We have three hot topics we want to cover for you today. Let me take over. I got this. So topic one is Zoom bombing. This is a new coin term we started to hear in the new era of social distancing and working remote. Well, this is a new form of trolling while screen sharing on Zoom, essentially a meeting place. Don't you do some of Zoom bombing in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> topic two is a third cruise line has suffered a data breach, a Norwegian cruise line. Uh, this is devastating for them as they battle to struggle to stay afloat with COVID-19 outbreak. No pun intended, of course. Mm -hmm. And our last topic, topic three, uh, an exchange rate service provider, open exchange rate, was victim of a hack via Amazon Web Services, AWS. Every time. It's some, I bet you it's something simple to watch. Someone's a little hyped today. It <laughs> uh, looks like because we haven't been recording as much as we usually do. Well, we have some exciting news. You know, moving from one end of the couch to the other and then to the <laughs> kitchen is no fun. <laughs> Don't forget the bathroom <laughs> where you do your toilet paper counts. <laughs> okay, so on to our first topic, Zoom bombing that Stuart talked about earlier. Now, even though this is a new term right now because Zoom is a popular app or application that everyone uses from home when they're trying to, you know, collaborate and work together. It's, it's actually was in 2003, they had something similar to this, which was called bluejacking. You're probably wondering, what is bluejacking? Bluejacking is when they take Bluetooth technology and they let a device communicate with in a range about 30 feet. When the Bluetooth is activated, they'll seek out other Bluetooth devices in the same area. And then those people will be able to anonymously send messages to each other. So zooming, we'll get into that a little bit. But just to give you a little background, this isn't an uncommon thing here. To add to that, as it relates to Zoom, as we're all experiencing this new practice of social distancing, Zoom has become a meeting place platform for millions of people like you and me to connect with friends and family. But as we are all under mandated quarantine or even self-quarantine, guess who's also under quarantine? Those trolls. Okay, now we've said a little bit of background and we've kind of given you a little bit of history on what it is, but what really is Zoom bombing? Zoom bombing is when you have trolls that come online and they use your screen sharing feature on your Zoom and then what they'll do is they'll put videos of all kinds of random stuff. They could be violent. They could be, you know, it's things you don't want to see, pornographic. So it just depends on what that troll wants to do to you. So please be careful. And if someone is trying to get access while you're trying to do a presentation or you're hosting a meeting and is requesting a screen share, you probably don't want to give it to them unless you know that you're telling them, hey, you need to share something on your screen. That's what these trolls are doing. To get to the bottom of this, what seems to be happening is that anyone that has access to a public link or that meeting link can join. When participants join, the default setting automatically allows any participant to share that screen without the host permission. 
And as you know, if you want to invite others to listen, all you have to do is share that link and boom, anyone can access it now. Now, as many of you know, Stuart has been doing this for the, I want to say this whole week, but he hosts a work from home happy hour, which I thought was a little weird. I've never joined because of that. But this is when people are getting attacked when they're, you know, not paying attention or they're more lenient because they want people to join their happy hour. So please be careful because next thing you know, there'll be a horrifying sexual video on your screen and you don't realize <laughs> that your happy hour just got trashed. You're going to have our listeners thinking I really do have a happy hour Zoom meeting. Which you do. But as you mentioned, there is a Zoom call hosted by The Verge every Tuesday in which their screen sharing capabilities were taken over to show horrifying videos. But I'm thinking it may be a good idea to start at after work hours happy hour so we can show our, all our listeners all those new TikTok videos you've been creating while isolated. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, my TikTok's not that popular. <laughs> now, what can we do as Zoomers, right? Because we're turning from millennials to Zoomers in case we want to avoid this. So how do we, you know, give us some tips, man. Tell us what to do. So believe it or not, TechCrunch is ahead of the curve on this. They gave us some bullet points on how to prevent all this stuff. So the first one being you should disable join before host, quote unquote. Okay. So people can't cause trouble before you arrive. All right. All the right. second one is enabling a co-host. So that way other people can help you moderate your call. Okay. The third one is disable file transfer. So no virus sharing videos are sent to the platform all right and the fourth one is disable the allowed remove participants to rejoin so booted attendees attendees can join back again okay that sounds good all right well now you know what to do when you start your zoom and you don't want those videos popping up from a random person or these, these trolls as they call them all right let's go ahead and cruise over to norwegian cruise line they're the third cruise Norwegian. Norwegian. All right, stop making fun of my accent. Norwegian. So they are the third cruise operator to suffer a data breach within the month of March outside of Princess Cruises and Holland American Line. Tough times, man. These hackers, they got to give it a rest, man. The cruise lines and hotel industry, airline industry, any travel or entertainment industry is feeling it right now, and I can't believe this. To give you all some background, on March 13, 2020, an intelligence team at Dynaris discovered that Norwegian cruise line data was on the dark web some of the data exposed included passwords and email addresses used to log into the cruise line agent portal dynaris also indicated that nearly thirty thousand travel agents data was breached from a portal on the agent.ncl.eu website so what that meant for those agents was that if they were already vulnerable they were just being exposed to a higher risk of cybercrime all right so what Stuart is saying that now that you're at a higher risk of cybercrime the Dyna, what is it called? Dynarist spokesperson also said that they're exposed to, they're now exposed to account takeovers on numerous platforms, sophisticated emails, phishing, fraud, and what was put, you know, more pressure on the travel agents and maybe put some of these agents out of business. Now, we can't leave Norwegian out of the picture, though. On the bright side, the website mentioned earlier, agents.ncl.edu, was brought to their attention as being compromised. So in abundance of caution, they are asking travel partners that were affected to change their password and to most importantly, remain vigilant of any suspicious activities or emails. Wow, that was pretty solid. Who are you? <laughs> this coronavirus has me, has me just wanting to record. <laughs> yeah, I gave you a little too much credit too early. The website that Stuart said was actually wrong. And, you know, I'm here for it. Agents.ncl.eu. Not edu. He's trying, <laughs> see, he's trying to send you to school, boy. That boy is bored. <laughs> he's trying to send you back to school. All right, all right, all right. 
can't even let me shine. They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine. But one final statement made by the cruise line was that they believed the limited personal information was evolved to only their travel partners and no guest data was breached. Okay, moving on to an online exchange rate data provider called Open Exchange Rates. They were exposed to a undisclosed amount of user data within their AWS database. Very common, we see this all the time. Now, open exchange rates provides foreign exchange rates for 200 currencies worldwide, including digital ones. Now, software developers can access this application using an API, application programming interface. What they do is the software lets the applications query the open exchange rate service, and then it gives them the results back in a readable format, also known as JSON. The result of this hack appears to be targeted. The reason why they say that is because the incident is different from all the AWS exposures where public databases are exposed. In other incidents, normally organizations publish information on the web for all those to see, usually through a database or cloud misconfiguration, but this one seems to be targeting open exchange rates specifically. Okay, now open exchange rates explained that earlier on in this month, March 2nd, they were starting to see some API performance issues, which then led them to checking out the network and they noticed that there were some misconfigurations there as well. When they went to fix that issue, they found that there was a unauthorized account which was tampering with their AWS environment. I've said this before and I think it's very important that when you have a cloud provider you have to set up your own visibility and own security because AWS is not going to do everything for you. They're only protecting their environment, but not your assets in the cloud. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> now that Neil reiterated the importance of securing your own cloud and data, on the not so bright side, the data that was hacked included names and email addresses, encrypted account access passwords, user IP addresses, and if the user provided personal data, then that was also exposed, unfortunately. The company did take some precautionary measures. They went ahead and resetted everyone's passwords. They also let their customers know that they need to reset their application tokens, but we're not 100% sure if that was done. So please, when you get an email from a company that's telling you to take the necessary precautions, do so. Reset your password. If you have tokens, do those as well because you'd rather be proactive than reactive. Okay, and I think that brings us to the end of our podcast. I'll have a quick recap for you. First was the trolls on the Zoom sessions. Please be careful. Make sure that you don't invite anyone or send the link out publicly because they can come on and do a screen share and ruin your whole day. Zoom bombing. And if you want to join Stuart's <laughs> happy hour, he'll have that posted soon, hopefully. We'll be sharing Neil's TikTok videos. Make sure you join. <laughs> then we had the Norwegian Cruise Line. They had their data breach, and it is uh, hard times, but, you know, hackers don't quit. And last but not least, we had exchange rate information that was leaked as well. So please, if you use this service, go ahead and check your account. Make sure that you have not been compromised. And thanks for listening to the most secure podcast. Stay safe out there. Yeah. Social distancing. The podcast you just heard is intended to serve for informational purpose only and is not intended to offer any sales of any sort. The views discussed reflect our personal opinion and is not intended to sway you one way or another. Information security news is independently operated by Sue and Neil.